0: Welcome to The Complete Musician, creativity at its core, exploring innovative musical ideas, thoughts, and techniques for the modern musician in today's society, with your hosts, James Nagus and Drew Phillips.
1: Hey everybody, and welcome to another episode of The Complete Musician Podcast. I am Drew.
0: And I am Drew. Wait, no. I got that wrong. I'm James.
1: (laughs) Already making mistakes. Oh, Uh, no. uh, uh, Speaking of making mistakes, today we're having a special episode on talking about the end of the semester horror that everyone has to go through, juries. Hooray! (laughs) Now, if you don't know what a jury is, or your school calls it something different, juries are your end of the year playing exam that all music students have to go through who are taking applied lessons.
0: And they can be scary. It's like taking a final exam. And if you don't go into your final exam having studied enough, well, then you're probably not going to do too well. So we're going to try to give you some tips and tricks about how to prepare for your jury and how to go in feeling like you're just going to go crush it.
1: So part of the jury is not only playing it, but it's also preparing for it, like James was saying, studying for it. But there are also other things that you have to do before you actually... Get to the studying part. So one of the best uh, pieces of advice, I think, is making sure you find your pianist early.
0: Very early, yes, because they are crazy overworked.
1: At the end of the semester, not only do they probably have juries, if they're students uh, or graduate students or something, but they're probably accompanying for a whole crap ton of people. And you do not want to be last on the list of their priority music to learn, especially if you come up to them, you know, four days before and say, "Oh, well, I'm playing the Hindemith Sonata. Can you, uh, you know, learn the entire hmm. thing?"
0: <laughs> yeah, most people won't even take on the Hindemith Sonata with months in advance.
1: So please find your pianist early. Uh, you, I mean, for us right now um james i don't know when your students juries are mine i think are in like from this point they have about two weeks so yeah it's about the same so two weeks. at this point definitely need to have your jury pianist already figured out already know who they are um and if you don't then by the time you listen to this hopefully you do <laughs> because you know right. but if not, get on that. That's like first priority. Okay, so find your pianist. Next, make sure you know what music you're playing. Right.
0: You, so you should probably have discussed this with your teacher. Um, and also, your teacher probably knows pianists too. Or if they're us, sometimes we're the pianist. So Right. anyway, yeah, know what you're playing. And so you have enough time to actually, you know, uh, practice it.
1: Right, and know what you're going to be asked to do. Uh, like James said, your applied teacher is probably very upfront with you about that. Like we are with our students saying, all right, you're going to play this solo piece, and you may have some scale requirements or some transposition. There may be sight reading, whatever. Make sure you know so that you are 100% prepared to do exactly what you have to do. And it's not a total shock when you walk in the room, because there is nothing that will throw your, off your game more than if you walk in and Teacher's like, oh, we'll pull out your second solo piece. And you're like, uh, right, yeah. time to improvise. You know, something that, um, which, uh, Jeff O'Grell would advocate for. They're right. Right. Improvisation. Improvisation. In juries. Yeah. For sure. Anyway. So those are some things you do before. Can you think of any other things to do before the jury? Like before you get into the actual studying part?
0: Uh, make sure you sign up for a jury time. Mm, good point. Because that's important. Um, everyone does them differently, too. Sometimes there's sign-up sheets. Sometimes it's online. Yeah. But make sure you actually do do that. And then if you, you know, once you have your time and your date, and assuming you have your pianist, tell them when that is.
1: Yeah, coordinating that time with your pianist is really important because if you show up and they don't, that is bad news, bears, and you do not want to have that. Like, you definitely don't want to go to a recital or something where the pianist doesn't show up. That's really embarrassing.
0: Right. I think if, uh, well, if I wasn't accompanying my own students and their pianist didn't show up, I would just improvise while they're playing and it would be terrible. <laughs> Me too. It would purposely be just terrible. I really don't
1: 100%. What if you, What if your pianist didn't show up and you really had to, to play whatever it was? Like, what if they were going to play... Oh, you mean
0: like what actually happened in my junior jury in undergrad? Do tell. My pianist didn't show up because he triple-booked himself? Nuh-uh. So I just had to play the Gordon Jacob
1: by myself? I, yeah, I can't think of a worse situation. That's... I'm so it's sorry. Good. It certainly doesn't add any anxiety to it. Especially not that piece, and especially well. I'm sorry for you for that, but yeah, perfect example. You don't want that to happen, so make sure you book nope. it with uh, your pianist, and make sure you show up mm. at your time. Good. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. So make sure that you're wearing pants.
1: Oh, okay. Shoes. Whoa, oh, we're getting there. Oh, we're getting oh, okay. There. Yeah, 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 we're getting there. Okay. So the studying part. I, you know, I think a lot of people. Don't or so part of the anxiety of juries is knowing that you know you're, you know what you're going to play, but you don't always know how it's going to go. Uh, sometimes, like you said, they're early in the morning, sometimes they're in the afternoon, sometimes they can even be in the evening. Uh, there's all sorts of different times that they could be, and what we want to do is always show off our best. So, the key is consistency of practice and making sure that I think you're prepared to play at any time. Mm -hmm. So I think that comes from consistent practice, like I just said, but also playing at different times of the day and making sure that you're prepared to play and can operate under any sort of conditions. Like if you know that your jury's times for your studio is going to be in the morning, then you need to make sure that you can run your program successfully to the best of your ability in the morning. Right? right.
0: And so practice like you're going to
1: perform. Right. Um, and that goes for any time of the day. But also thinking about the consistency of your practicing schedule. Um, just an idea that I provide my students with is I think I may have said it um, in another thing, but making a chart and, you know, sectioning off like chunks of pieces or maybe entire pieces and you know, playing it, doing big playthroughs a couple times and, you know, assessing how successful they are. Trying to get to the highest level of, you know, how how successful you were consistently over time. That consistency will have, will improve um, by doing big runs of things and isolating what you need to, but making sure that you can do those runs. Um, so it's not the first time in your jury doing one complete, you know, blow through of the piece.
0: Right, um, and I'm going to add to that in terms of studying. You know, say you're preparing for a recital. Uh, you you may have anywhere from hopefully one, uh, to you know maybe three or four rehearsals with your pianist. For juries, you probably have one rehearsal because it's that time of the year everyone's so busy. So if you practice and you learn this piece and you really learn what the accompaniment is doing, so if anything were to happen, um, you know where you fit in, you know how everything's going to work. So it's even more important in this kind of setting to really know the piece inside and out
1: a good accompanist will jump with you since they can see your part but if they're like an accompanying student sometimes they don't always have that experience or if they're a younger pianist which is no fault of their own
0: or if they're sight reading the piece which is entirely possible
1: 100 percent have seen that uh and heard it and had it happen but anyway that uh not always the most comfortable situation, but yes, like uh, like you were saying, you need to know the piece inside and out so that if you need to hold it together, you need to hold it together. Yep. Um, so as you're preparing, make sure you're consistent in your practice, definitely taking into account the time of day that you're practicing, not just always at the same time. Because like I said, I've had it happen many times. A lot of my best practicing personally for me is at night. I really like playing at night. I'm glad concerts are in the evening. But a lot of the things I've had to do where I wouldn't say pressure performance, but where there's like some kind of assessment has been in the morning, like juries or it's in the usually afternoon. Mornings, yeah. yeah. And because the, we don't want to be there all day.
0: Nope. It's, and it's,
1: neither do you. And neither do you. You want to play your jury and go home and eat your waffles and watch Parks and Rec. That is what you want to do. Right? And that is what we yep. want to do, too. So we like to get them over in the morning, too. Make sure you're... Preparing in that way as well, making sure your lips can operate at any time of day, being consistent in your run-throughs, and knowing your piece 100% completely through. Isolating, sure, when you need to, but also making sure that you can do it all at one time. What other such? Suggest- and then when
0: it comes down to it, sorry, we we're going no, to. You're,
1: I was going to ask you about your suggestions. Yeah, go ahead.
0: Oh, uh, and then when it comes down to it, don't do anything differently on the day. Like, don't freak out and not, not play the day before or rest weird or not drink your coffee. Just treat it like any normal day because it really isn't that big of a deal.
1: Exactly. The day of is super important to not do anything random. Like, I know players sometimes who are like, oh, yeah, the day before... Uh, an audition I decided that I was going to take you know three days off before because I really wanted to be fresh and you're like why would you do Mm -hmm. that that is the craziest thing I've ever heard why don't you just treat it like any other day
0: right Right. which is what you should do exactly
1: because uh, I think we'll get to this in a minute but it's just another playing you have plenty more and you should just go in and do your best so anyway the day of Uh, make sure you get there Uh, this is another, uh, tip from us or from me. Make sure you dress nicely. Yes. No jeans, no tennis shoes, a button up shirt. I don't care if if your jeans are nice. No, that doesn't matter. No jeans.
0: There are very few situations where overdressing is a bad thing. (laughs) There are many situations where underdressing is a very bad thing.
1: Exactly. Like a funeral and juries. Don't do that. Yes. So, right.
0: so un- unless you want your jury to be your funeral.
1: Oh, <laughs> so make sure you dress nicely. I always tell my students to dress as if they're going to a summer wedding. Mm. Isn't that romantic so, sounding? It's so uh, nice.
0: Sleeveless shirt, like cutoff, show- jeans, uh, sandals, Crocs, right? H-
1: how many summer weddings have you been to? I guess if you're on the beach, then, you know, Crocs are appropriate. <laughs> uh, zero. Oh, okay. Um, but that's what I imagine they would be like. Oh, okay. Well, you need to go to more summer weddings then. Uh, on the beach, at least. That's where crocs are mm. definitely appropriate. Okay. okay. Uh, crocs with socks. Anyway. Oh, jeez. Uh, oh, dear. Anyway, yeah. D- um, uh, for guys, you know, a ni- in nice khakis um, and a button-up shirt. I I, I mean, ties. Uh, I don't know. I find
0: they constrict my error, so I, I don't like ties because I, I have a
1: larger neck <laughs> <laughs> you do your neck exercises at the gym you like attach one of those yes. things like the, to your head and just like <laughs> pull yep, back lifting 50 pound dumbbells well that's um good you'll look like a linebacker mm, the next time <laughs> that was my goal okay <laughs> the linebacker horn player I'm, I'm ready for it you don't have to wear a coat either i I, I guess that's up to the studio and what most people do but Uh, regardless at least nice pants nice button-up shirt and ladies you know what's appropriate for you guys to wear it's just business casual essentially as if you're going to a job interview and you want to impress someone right yeah Yeah. Uh, anyway so uh in the middle of the jury um pieces of advice well uh, like we're saying don't freak out it's just another performance and the biggest thing I like to remember here when it comes to my students and doing their juries is to just remember to do your best and to always commit to playing everything. Don't be scared. Don't be nervous. Just play loud and commit to it.
0: Just have fun and show the committee, you know, your passion.
1: It's it's uncomfortable for everyone in any performance to listen to someone who's like, i say it's like apologizing for being there you know right. you never want to go in and they're like okay i'm gonna play really timid because you know it's clearly obvious i don't want to be playing and then people listening it's very clearly obvious that it's awkward for us too it's not just, it's like you
0: know, it's like when you're meeting someone for the first time and they have a limp wimpy handshake that kind of just kind of melts out of your hand and you like, like, like a paper ooh, towel yeah it's, yes a wet paper towel for a handshake. Like that, you don't want to be that way in no. your sound.
1: No, so be confident. I always tell my students to play a little bit, uh, uh, well, a little bit louder, um, mm-hmm. just to get a little bit more confidence. Because you know, when you step on stage or when you're recording or something, everyone, everyone, thing seems to change just a little bit. And this like, is just getting into basic weird. like
0: performance tips too. Yeah, you know, for like recital tips, like all of these things, right. Overlap and sometimes I will say juries. Sometimes they can be in recital halls. Sometimes they're in classrooms. So yep. Yep. it Very also true. helps to know the space. But then at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter. No, just just play. Yeah, so anyway, just don't overthink it. Just play.
1: Just have fun. Do your best and be confident in whatever you do. Um Now I think it's really worth saying. So James and I are on the other side of this now. Like we don't give juries anymore. We listen to them and. I think that I always want my students to know is that like we're saying it's just another performance but in my opinion yeah there's assessment yeah there's like a grade yet yeah, figures into you know the final overall thing but otherwise it's really just a chance a chance to showcase what you've learned for the semester so I always tell my students it's not the biggest pressure situation the committee listening really just wants to hear you show off how much better you've gotten since the last time we've heard you. So don't freak out about, oh, it's gotta be note perfect. We know it's not gonna be note perfect. First of all, your teacher knows how you play. So there's one person that's like, we know what to expect. Other people on the committee, they just want to hear you do your best. So there's no reason to think that you have to measure up to some grand expectation. This is not a job interview. It's not some crazy pressure situation where they're going to, like, you know, break your knees if you do terrible. Like, that's not the thing. It's just to show off what you've been doing and to showcase your improvement.
0: And to just get better, too. I mean, I have a few students who are doing juries. They don't have to because they did beside us, but they want to just so they can get comments from that's the awesome. faculty. Yeah. I mean, it's a great opportunity to get feedback.
1: It's true, because sometimes you don't get to play for more faculty than your applied professor. And it's great to hear other perspectives. So I totally advocate for that for people who do recitals and they don't have to do a jury because they did like a recital jury earlier in the semester. I've done that before. I've done a just for comments jury just to see what, you know, what others would say. Mm -hmm. Anyway, um, that's at least my pieces of advice for juries um and you know juries they're they're they have this really imposing name um you know jury judge
0: dread jury judge executioner Right.
1: right and it's really just playing and showing off what you can do so in this jury time at the end of the semester do your best don't be worried about what you know. Pe- you think that your applied teacher or the other people on the committee are expecting from you. Just go in, play your best, have a good time, realize that you're always on this journey and path to getting better, and this is just one of those stepping stones that will make you better on that.
0: And then when you're done, you're done.
1: You're done, and the semester is over, and you can go relax, whether it be in the fall or and that you now have your winter break, or whether it is spring, and now you are in sweet summertime. Exactly.
0: So there's always something to look forward to.
1: And then after you do your jury, go relax, have a good time, hopefully it's sunny where you are, go and enjoy being not in a space of assessment.
0: And keep your chops in shape or take a vacation and use our summer chops routine to get back in shape. A little self-plug there on our own podcast for our podcast.
1: Anyway, we hope some of our tips and uh, and thoughts have helped you out. James, do you have anything left to say?
0: Um, yeah, I'm not a big fan of the new Taco Bell menu I just put up.
1: Mm, okay. I. Uh, oh, you mean in regards to juries? Yeah. Well, I agree with you, but no. yes. No, I have nothing yeah okay well uh thank you guys for listening to this short little podcast hopefully it helped you out um please listen to our other uh podcast we're going to be coming out with some new content soon um a new mini series starting up Uh, our other mini series on technique was just finished so that's been posted Uh, go and listen to it make sure you uh go and like us on facebook and subscribe to us on itunes and facebook and on youtube so you can see some of our silly content that we put out because not only are we serious about music because music is really serious but we like to have fun too so we put out some goofy things every once in a while um,
0: and leave us some comments too we love to hear from you even if it's just hey i'm listening or just random words you know we love it all exactly so it just means that you're there and that you care
1: We have a website at www.cormodohorn.com so you can see what kind of activities we're both up to. And And download
0: free things.
1: Ooh, lots of free things there. Go check out that media page. Uh, But thank you guys for listening. Drop us a comment, leave us a line, get in touch with us. We'd love to hear from you.
0: And for those of you doing juries, have fun, play pretty.